one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Tonight, I have a very special guest, Isabel Kanaan. Yeah, yeah. nailed it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to pause. I had to pause. But I uh, <laughs> just want to thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time. And, uh, you know, just being open to share your story uh, for the uh. folks out. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Introduce oh, no, yourself. I was, I was, I was going to say thank you. So no please continue with your show. <laughs> It is all good. It is all good. Uh, for the folks who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone, and then we jump into the main interview where you get to choose a number between 1 and 34, and uh, that's how the podcast goes. Uh, sound good to you, Isabel? Yeah, let's do it. All righty. So my very first question for you is, how have you been? It's been a crazy year, almost two years now. Uh, you've been doing well. You've been going through it. How have you been? It comes in waves. Um, like sometimes it'll hit me that I can't go out and I feel trapped. Uh, and then other times it'll hit me of like, when when else am I going to get like a, you know, like a this kind of <laughs> relaxation or just like quiet time for just myself so i kind of enjoy that day but then the next day it'll be back to like what's going on um so it really does it's up and down um and that comes with with that and with just like socialness as well so like there will be days where i'm like i am lonely af but there'll be other days where I'm like, I like this. I'm going to talk to myself. <laughs> and before the pandemic started, I started getting into meditations. Mm. And man, if I, well, if I didn't discover it, then I probably would have discovered in the pandemic. But I think it really helps with me personally. It's, it's that thing of, um, I mean, now I have a roommate, but during the beginning of the pandemic, I was alone and my family was out. They were in the Philippines. Um, so I was literally on my own and I couldn't even talk to them because of the, the time difference. I mean, I could, but it was intense um so i really felt alone and that's when i learned to talk to myself like actually um i i i find it hard to still be like because i don't have a voice in my head you know how certain yeah. people have the voice in their head do you have that i do I, I think i do i think i do but yeah okay i don't have that so yeah, I I don't have a voice that's like, oh, I'm going to shower now. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't work that way. I just know and I go and shower. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. No, that, that's the first time someone's ever ever expressed it that way. Yeah, they didn't have a voice in their head. So yeah. you just like to say it out loud all the time or? Yeah. So I had I this you. like stuffed animal in the beginning of the pandemic and because I have found it hard to just talk to myself. I'm like, how are you doing? And I'm like, that's, that's weird. That's weird. Um, but because of the stuffed animal, I was able to like talk to him and I was like, man, this sucks today. And then and I was like, yeah, you know, you know, I feel right. And I was just like <laughs> talking to him like an actual person who just can't talk back. Um, but that was better for my mental health. I mean, I don't know if it was, but I felt better. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really like um, opened up a different side of me. And after that, when I started meditating, I got to talk to myself in my head. But I, it was, it's only through meditation that I get to do that, where it's like me looking at me, and I'm like, hey, bro, what's up? Um, but yeah i i guess i learned to talk to myself and and love doing that no, uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say I, I envy people who who don't talk to themselves in their head sometimes because I, I feel like i'm an overthinker when that happens so i have this like whole conversation in my head while i'm in silent and people are like what's wrong with him but you know uh to me it's just normal but uh that's yeah. hilarious because because apparently i do apparently um i tend to just like doze off and, and then gaze into the distance and yeah. and i'm 
people are like what is she thinking but for me i'm it's not a voice but what's happening is i'm living in whatever scenario is happening so let's say they just told me hey, Izzy, do you want a green apple and then i go off and i just think about the, the sensation of eating a green apple i'm like mm, okay and then i think of like 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 of, of it going down my stomach and it's just like oh it's the morning the acid maybe not you know but but there's no actual words it's just the feeling of it and and then i get back to them and i'm like no no thank you and they're like cool That's... it's been 30 minutes so <laughs> <laughs> no i feel you i feel you that's interesting um i think i think my my voice in my head kind of developed because i, I was raising only child um so i guess just a time by myself kind of you know i i think i i used to you know use my my action figures or dolls to like you know have voices and do all that stuff but at a certain point i was just i don't know i thought it was normal i thought everybody kind of like you know talked to themselves in their head all the time until i I realized it wasn't (laughs) yeah i mean i thought it wasn't i mean i thought mine was normal and so when people when when i started telling people this and they're like well what did you think in movies when they talk and i'm like yeah that's for movies it's it's an expositionary device that's really what i thought i didn't know that's actually how they thought i'm like what but anyway that makes sense though because i have three brothers and for 16 years of my life we all lived in the same room like we had the same room so we just i was never alone yeah no i got yeah. you and i i wonder if if i would have been any different if uh the circumstances were any different yeah uh, but yeah for sure uh can you tell the folks out there where you're from uh, like, uh yeah well, <laughs> well i love the hesitation <laughs> I can't help myself, but yeah. Uh, was there like a little mini voice in your head that was like, wait, was that okay? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what happened. And honestly, people have been like, the feedback I've gotten from friends and family was like, you need to add more context to the show. We don't know where your guests are from. And so That's... now I'm just trying to be like, well, can I ask them that? Because I don't want to make it about where you're from. But I think, mm. you know, context is good just so the audience can kind of be like, oh, okay. Cause yeah, people for the folks out there, it's the first time we're meeting. That's that's like you know one of those things. So yeah, yeah. If you don't so, mind sharing, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I'm. I was born in the Philippines, uh, and I was there for 16 years. And we moved to Canada in 2008. Ooh, so if you do the math, you know how old I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say. <laughs> no worries. You just have to do the math. Um <laughs> I got you. So <laughs> Don't worry, I'm was... older. I think I'm older, so don't worry. <laughs> okay, okay. Um yeah, don't worry. You can drop some hints too and I'll do the math later. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so that i've been in canada i'm in toronto right now been living here they live here too but just during the pandemic uh they actually okay you know how the pandemic started on like february in february Mm -hmm. and in december actually november we all went back to the philippines for like christmas and i had to go back because i had work so i went back in january and the idea was to meet up in March with everybody, but then the pandemic happened, so they got stuck in the Philippines, and I was the only one left here. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Are they still there? Or? No, they're here now. Nice, nice. They're good. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, similarly, I was born in the Philippines as well. Uh, I came over to the States in 94. Um, I guess that's not too much... Too much, too much, too many hints to do the math. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> wait, you want more? <laughs> I am a '90s baby. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I mean, let's see. I well, fine. I mean, for for everybody out there, I, I just turned 31 actually recently uh, <laughs> this past last month. So yeah, I'm old. I'm old as hell now. So. <laughs> okay, so you're 90, 90. I'm 91. So it's it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, 
Well, th- thank you for sharing. I thought you weren't gonna put out put it out there, but I appreciate oh, no, it. I don't I don't care. It was just funny for people yeah. to do the math. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. <laughs> uh, for sure. Well, before we keep rolling, I do have a little icebreaker for you. It's a one-word spelling bee. I don't know how your your skills are with spelling, but oh, are you down no. to participate or are you you gonna pass? It's all good. Oh no, I'm down. I'll probably look like an idiot, but hey, who cares? Let's go. All right. Well, speaking about you know voices in our head, this word is conscientious. You know, to be conscientious. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna start with good old C O N. I think that's good. Great start. Great start. <laughs> Con C. Okay. Con-C. I'm debating between an S I or an S C I. Um. Con. Or or is it even a, an E? Wait. Say it again. Con. Conscientious. Conscientious. I mean, I think I think you were on the right track. I'll tell you that. Okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna go with. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go with S. I. S C I S C I. No, no, no. I was just joking. I meant S C I. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So C O N S C I E E. Oh my gosh, is it none of them? <laughs> well, uh, what do you have so far? It's a okay, C-O-N. So it's C-O-N-S-E-I-E-N. Oh, did I make a mistake? No, no, you're good. You're good. Oh, no, okay. You're, uh, up said, to that point, you're good. And then, consien. S? Chus. 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 <laughs> so the C? So is it C? No, no, no. S? <laughs> no, no, no. T? It's T? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it, but you know, I- I'm sure my face is easy to read. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to go with T then. It's T? Wow. Okay. Conscient. And then I O U S. You got it. You got it. I mean, I, I think it. I, I think... got it. Was a stretch, but no, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. um, what's it called? Yeah, congrats. You, you got it. Um, I yeah, I, I can't help After myself. After my how many try? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I root for everybody, so it's, it's hard for me not to like express myself when it, when I hear it going on. But uh, yeah. Well, congrats. this is a very interesting icebreaker. Do you love spelling and stuff? No, actually, I heard it from another podcast. I, I stole this. And I was like, this is such a great idea because they were having fun with it and they were like kind of like laughing at each other. So I'm like, maybe I could use that as a as an icebreaker for, for mine. And I think I'm going to change it, actually, because I want to mix it up with maybe some riddles or, you know, something like that, you know? Ooh, yeah. But yeah. the thing with riddles is like, you know, the popular ones, everyone's pretty much heard and I don't want to make it too hard. So I got to I got to think about it. You have any right. suggestions? Aside from a, from a spelling oh. or a riddle. Uh, um, um, oh, oh, wait, no, that's not really an icebreaker. But I mean, if you have like little fun facts of like, did you know kind of stuff, but I don't know how that would like let them, you know what? No, I don't. I should have <laughs> just started with that. Like, no, I don't have any ideas. <laughs> yeah, you know. Actually, mid thought, you know, thinking to myself, I was like, maybe I could play rock paper scissors, you know, with with the guest, you know, like I don't oh, know. You, you wait, but there's a lag. Well, let's let's see. You want to try real quick? Okay, okay, let's right. try. Let's try. Well, you, okay. you go one, two, three, shoot, or I'll you say go? it. You you say it. You say it. Okay, right. okay. So one, two, three, shoot. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. Okay. Oh. It, you want? It wasn't that bad. It was the lag wasn't that bad. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> oh, another one is like I love what ifs. You know, like uh, oh no, sorry, not what ifs. Um, would you rather? That's it. Would you mm. rather? Like, would you rather eat a book or <laughs> or read a book? I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't have started. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, nah, I, I understand what you mean. And yeah, 
I guess the challenge is with would you rathers is kind of like finding out what would be a really hard choice because sometimes it'll be too easy it's like would I rather I don't know eat one thing for the rest of my life or I don't know exercise every day of my life <laughs> I don't know which one I would choose wait eat one thing for the rest of your life or exercise every day oh I would I don't know see that, that, like, was I don't know. <laughs> that was weak that was weak but I, I, I gotta think about it more yeah um, I'm sure there pretty pretty good ones out there we just gotta dig the internet <laughs> exactly the internet's there <laughs> all right well thank you for participating and since you got it right you'll actually be invited back on for the spelling bee episode with all my other guests who have gotten their word right uh it's gonna be hard to to organize because everyone has different schedules and everything but we'll see how it goes um, okay but yeah and then, That's amazing. I can't wait to lose that. Uh, <laughs> you're too humble. You're too humble. <laughs> I was so, like, my mind was blown when it was a T. I mean, that makes sense now that we've spelled it all out. <laughs> yeah, that one was all like, oh, so close. C? Yeah. H? S? And I'm like... <laughs> I guess when I was thinking of conscience and like, but that doesn't, it's, anyway, we're it's over kinda, it. It's kind of like, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, going forward with the warm-up questions, this question is, what would you like the audience to know about you? Oh, um, oh, I got one. Um, <laughs> I don't this is weak but I'll just say it anyway yeah. um I don't drink coffee <laughs> okay why <laughs> why that is like I don't know why I want the audience to know that um but I think it's like a little fun fact that I say about myself because um you know I'm not I'm not a youngin um um, and I've gone through like school and stuff and I was like how do you survive without coffee and I'm like have you met me my energy is coffee like if I have coffee with this good luck world <laughs> I don't <laughs> like I find myself annoying sometimes I'm like man if I was talking to myself this this girl is too much and that's me without coffee so I can only imagine with coffee Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> would that be considered like a humble brag? Because I'm not a coffee drinker either, and um, you know, every time I say it, I feel like I'm saying, I'm not like you mere mortals, you know? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that that juice to to get me going. But <laughs> well, well, that's why okay, I don't like okay. saying it. <laughs> I will say this though: I am not a coffee drinker at all, but I am the biggest napper. Mm. that's where I get my energy and I sleep I can sleep how many hours and, and take a nap after you know like that's where I get my energies from so yes I am still mortal and I will still die one day um, but <laughs> without caffeine in my veins for sure for sure now, I uh yeah, I'd, I'd like to drink green tea for my energy, I guess, instead of uh, mm. instead of coffee. But for sure, yeah. for sure, that is, yeah. that is a fun fact, though. Um, yeah, right. The folks out there, <laughs> for sure. My second question is: If someone were to pay a tribute to you, how would you like to be honored? <sighs> okay, first of all, the first thing that came to mind was Tenacious D's tribute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, whoa. <laughs> song this is just a tribute um but no i think oh a tribute Ooh, ooh, like we like, <laughs> like this is a tribute to easy oh man if oh <gasps> you know would be really sick if if there was um in a restaurant because i love i love food i specifically love steak <laughs> now i don't know i don't know how this is gonna go down but if there was like an easy cut of steak where it was like and it's really bad for you because <laughs> it's more fat than <laughs> than meat which is how i like steaks. that's very filipino of you <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, you were at a restaurant and you wanted that. I'm like, oh yeah, um, I have a medium rare steak, um, easy style. And they're like, <laughs> we got you. Ooh, that, that's a good tribute. <laughs> I got you. Now, now I know what to do. I would I would eat the fat off the meat. <laughs> in tribute of, in tribute of you. Oh, here's but, uh, an. Oh wait, I know, I know, I know. This is, a, but like, here's another like fun fact about me. This just reminded me. Um, cause what? Well, okay, I have a question for you. What's your favorite part of the chicken? Hmm. Favorite part of the chicken. Um. The skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The skin, yeah. Most people are the skin. Some people like the actual like meat. The, yeah, the I lean mean, my favorite, part, my favorite part would be the skin, like with some good gravy or something, you know. That's fair. <laughs> my favorite part um, are the bones. Interesting. I love just like gnawing on them, and I I swallow the like the soft bones, like the cartilage. Yeah, and the cartilage. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and a lot of people don't. Um, so with my group of friends, so we don't do that. Obviously, well, we haven't seen each other after COVID, but before COVID, when everything was fine, um, after we would eat our chicken, they would give me their chicken bones. <laughs> and I would eat the rest of the chicken bone. And it was so good. I felt so loved. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a different kind of tribute. Like, if I was, like, a god, you know how some people sacrifice goats to, like, Athena or something? Yeah, yeah, If they were to sacrifice something for me, it's, like, chicken bones? Yeah. (laughs) That's what's up. That's what's up. You gotta make, like, a... I don't know. Now now I feel like you should have, like, a necklace of chicken bones or something, you know? Just as a... You know... I don't know, some cosplay type thing. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> chicken bones. Oh my gosh, PETA would be all over me. Uh, <laughs> Mate, any publicity is good publicity, right? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, all right, and the last question of the warm-ups is, on a scale from 1 to 10, how well do you know yourself? Oh. Um... Probably a three. Mm. Like, I think I, um, you know, there are times when I'm still getting to know myself. And I love getting to know myself. I love epiphanies about myself and just learning where it's coming from. Like, oh, when I have a moment of, of like, oh, that's probably from my childhood. I'm like, what? It's so amazing when that happens. But I I think no matter what, even if, let's say, in an objective sense, I know, let's say, 9 out of 10 of me, I still will always feel like I know 3 out of 10 of me. Because I think that's always, there's always room for improvement. And also, the thing is, we're constantly changing. So if we're constantly changing, I'm learning about old Izzy and new Izzy and present Izzy. That's a lot. And yeah, I like, I wish I could see like 10 out of 10, but you know what's funny? There will always be a part also that I can't because it's the Izzy of the outside world. Like what do people see me? And I can't, I can't do that unless we do like a black mirror, like switch thing. Mm. <laughs> like brain conscious switch but yeah I don't think I'll ever get to know 100% of me or even close yeah I think that that it goes all the way to the end you know of us where we I think that's when we get to know 100% and like you said it's hard when we don't know the other side of what other people think and yeah so it's always a difficult thing and mm-hmm. two follow-up questions. One is, what is the last epiphany have you ha- had about yourself? Um, oh, the last one actually was, wait, 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 I got this, I got this. It was, it was something with my family. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> um, 
one time someone asked me like how how did you get here in your career and I don't know because um, I'm, I'm an actor writer comedian and that the, 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 there's a lot of challenges in that and some people are like yeah don't you just like bomb sometimes and stuff and I'm like yeah I do <laughs> and they're like well how do you keep going and stuff and I'm like uh and then one of the epiphanies was when I was a kid I like no one of my family members because I lived in a family compound mm. and so like you know my titas and my titos like all of them in the compound they didn't like me as a kid because apparently I cried a lot Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so so you know when I'd come out they're like oh here comes annoying Izzy or whatever um, and so I was just used to like people not liking me or is my family and I'm like all right cool um, and then you know I realized like if I make them happy they're still gonna criticize me and if I do my own thing they're gonna criticize me anyway so might as well just do my own thing and get criticized for it so a lot of it is like you know in the industry you do you do get criticized you get reviews that are bad you you know um there certain like um when you go out on stage and you bomb and no one laughs at you and stuff like that and i'm like yeah cool that's just another tuesday <laughs> <laughs> um i've been used to that and i guess the epiphany of like that's one of the reasons of where it came from like man that's that's big it, it hits hard because also my one brother who is he was basically the golden child everybody loved him and to be fair like he was amazing and i remember as a kid thinking oh man if this was a movie i'm like the sister of the main character that's pretty cool mm. and i thought that way um until i started going in my own path and stuff uh so which is interesting because to this day even if we go back to the philippines and they're like so what do you do and i'm like i act and then they're like what do you mean like like act and i'm like <laughs> yes and like they're trying to criticize me still uh, i guess because they don't understand it or i don't know maybe it's also just um maybe for them that's them like kind of joking around with me and like oh we're, we're just shooting the shit kind of thing and that's cool but like if you do that to a kid ugh, that's gonna have lasting effects they're gonna go into comedy so good <laughs> the comparisons yeah that i mean i don't know how huge it is in the other cultures but just because i guess i grew up filipino it just felt like it was very heavy into that like oh what do you do now how much money are you making um you know those kind of questions always come up so yeah no i feel yeah. you and maybe that's why you know i guess yeah i'm interested in comedy too so <laughs> it, it could, could be we're they're creating a bunch of comedians in this generation <laughs> yeah yes yeah. and if anything uh, if i'm like ever uh what's it called like if i have writer's block i'm like all right what would my mom say here oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like think back to my childhood <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. And um, I, my last, my second follow-up to that question is, what's what's your favorite thing about your personality? Uh, I think I, um, I think I can find the beauty in anybody, which can be good and can be bad. So I because i have three brothers and and like my family we're just a big family and a family compound you know like i was always just surrounded by people and i love being surrounded by people and when i'm alone uh -uh, that's not gonna do um so i find it very easy to connect with someone and and look at them and be like wow you're beautiful whether it be something physical or something inside there's always something that i can fall in love with i can 
you know, like, I can be with you if I want to kind of thing. Like, I can be your partner kind of thing. Um, now, why this is a good thing is because, yes, I do get to see the good sides in people, and that's really great. The bad thing is sometimes that's a crutch for me. Like, I've been in toxic relationships because I do see the good, and I tend to not see the bad until it's too late. So... Whoa, what was the question? <laughs> the favorite thing about your personality. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is my, yeah, it's my favorite and also my crutch. So it's no, I got you. catch 22. Is it 22? I, yeah, I think it's 22. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know I it was the, 22 or 23. Uh, so. And I still don't know the official meaning of that. I just know people say it when it comes to those kind of things where like yeah. it's good or bad. Um, not, you know, that's interesting. You, you mentioned like growing up, you know, in a, in a compound or with your family, mm-hmm. big family, uh, that you are able to connect and see the good in people. And for me, since it was kind of different, like because I was so alone and like solo for a lot of my life, I feel like I was kind of yearning for that connection. And now because of that, in a similar sense, I, I feel like I'm, I can be the same way where... I'm always looking for the good in people and I don't think it's burned me in the sense of relationships but man I've been played so much for like a you know for a dollar or whatever you know mm. so it's like oh yeah can I I need to use this and I'm like oh yeah sure go ahead oh one one particular story was that I was uh, on my way to the train and then this homeless guy followed me like for blocks to to ask me for a dollar I guess he could hear the change in my pockets and then you know I was just trying to ignore him but then when I got to the train station to buy my ticket, of course, I had to pull out my money. And then I was like, here you go, man. Here's your, here's a dollar. And then as he was going away, he kind of like yelled it out like, ha, ha, sucker, I got you. And then I'm all like, oh, man. <laughs> and I just felt like I felt embarrassed. But I was just like, am I too nice? Or am, am I like seeing something that, you know, I shouldn't be seeing? But anyways, it's just interesting how those two different worlds can kind of foster the same kind of view, you know? Yeah. Um, um, interesting also i would love to get into his mind of of like "Ah, i got you (laughs) but like (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, you know that's that's a good way of thinking too of like yes i'm getting my wins wherever i can you know (laughs) yo that's actually a really good point that's that's a really good point (laughs) he was just looking for a w that day and he wouldn't let it go like i know i can win right here If I, just yeah. follow, if I just follow him <laughs> yeah and you gave that to him <laughs> i did i did thank, thank you yeah <laughs> now i can flip it back and be like you know what i feel good that that happened now <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure all right well uh we've made it to the main portion of the interview where you start choosing numbers between one and 34 um so go ahead throw me your first number Okay, well, we already mentioned 22, catch 22, so let me catch 22. Let's go. It's 22. All right. <laughs> this one is, what is what is the greatest gift you've ever received? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The greatest gift. Okay, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna say this. When I was in high school, um, I had a partner and I had my friends and I had this big party. Uh, It was my 14th, it was my 14th birthday party. And my partner gave me a bracelet and I'm like, Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. <laughs> That's not really my thing, but all right. And then my friends, um, thinking like they were being funny, was like, "Give me bras and panty." And I'm like, "All right, cool, thanks." <laughs> um, and they were like, "Ha ha ha!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Cool, <laughs> you got me." <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then you know there were some. Just like I, I guess regular things. I don't even remember the others to be honest. Uh, like cake or whatever. Um, and then one uh, was from my best friend at the time. 
uh, he gave me drumsticks because at that time I wanted to learn just a little bit of drums and he was a drummer and he was like this is the drumstick that um, I started with so like here you go kind of thing and I'm like what and I remember like running up to him and hugging him for that because I guess I guess why though in comparison with everyone else's this was actually like catered towards me mm. um and it was a legit gift I, guess. I mean not that the others weren't but you know there were gag gifts and kind of like the safe choices but this one you had to know me to get me that and he did and i really really appreciated that yeah it was super thoughtful yeah, yeah. yeah and on the on the flip side what is a gift that you've given that you feel like you've uh you know you you kind of went over the top and you're like oh this one's gonna be good you know <laughs> uh okay okay um so this one is a graduation gift now this was me and a partner before so at the time you know i had my family he had his family and we both met each other's families and uh, but our families haven't met yet now um he graduated um like a month ago but i you know but there never really was a celebration so i decided to create a surprise graduation party for him but with our families meeting up yeah yeah that's a big deal (laughs) (laughs) yeah now the interesting thing was we were coming from like an overnight camp thing so i had to organize like with his sisters and my mom and dad of like how it's gonna go down because i wasn't even gonna be there to introduce anybody like no they just have to kind of do it (laughs) while i was with him pretending like nothing's up um so and they did such a good job because when we went in and it was at um my parents place when we went in like it was decorated to the brim and everyone was there so and then yes and he was like super like what what and i was like yeah (laughs) um yeah so that i think was one of the greatest gifts that I gave um because he was all there were also people like cousins there that he haven't talked to in a while and I was like (laughs) getting a hold of them well through also doing all this being sneaky so I had to like you know play some shenanigans um you know he'd be on his phone and I'm like oh is that is that uh, you know like uh oh is that your sister's like yeah yeah look look at this and I'm like oh cool let me see him so hold on I just need to <laughs> you know whatever it was wow. just like yeah, take yeah. down the number and like all right here you go and then after he was like how'd you do this and I'm like <laughs> sneaky um, sneaky yeah 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 <laughs> and I think that, well, the fact that I was able to pull it off and that they pulled it off and then no one said anything and he was legit surprised that that was the best feeling <laughs> that's sick that's sick i like that uh i i just can't i can't help but wonder what you know the folks were all thinking they're like oh yeah you know they just show up and they're like i wonder if that's so-and-so and then you know did did they kind of mingle before you guys got there or was it like pretty yeah separate? oh yeah oh, okay. i'm guessing i'm totally guessing oh, for sure. that that was happened um yeah because it, it kind of took us a while to get to the place because we were like camping in the middle of nowhere so <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah. um all right i'm throwing you a curveball right now uh, this one is a fill in the blank question and oh. it is uh, only one through seven so go ahead and pick a number between one through seven. Oh, okay um four war war is blank I think a lot with uh, 
you know, the first thing that came to mind with war was actually like Ares, God of War, um, <laughs> and just how like angry he is. And there's a lot of times where I think it's because I don't default to anger. And when people do, it it really takes me like, oh, I, oof, I, I sometimes I don't know how to handle it. And it's not that it's bad either. You can feel anger. Of course you can. You could feel however you want. Um, obviously, it's how you project that, right? And I guess with anger, it's harder to project in a, or to do in a healthy way. There are ways. Um, so I think when it is done unhealthily and all that, that's when war comes into play. And for me, it's sad because it's at the end of the day, war is just like disagreements, but how come disagreements can't work out? I don't know. I mean, it's the idealist in me, I guess. That's like, we can all just live in a happy, good world. I mean, I don't, I think no matter what, there are always gonna be conflicts. But conflicts don't have to equal war. Yeah. It's it's like the extreme version of conflict when when I think two opposing forces come into play. When someone is angry and maybe someone's angry back and then boom. And, or if someone's power hungry and the other one's just like no we chill and he's like yes i can mm -hmm. take you over and that's war as well you know so it's sad because there's always a sad outcome i don't know <laughs> no no i think uh you know that that's an interesting way to phrase it like war is war is sad because in my mind i'm thinking uh that like great sadness can drive people to do some crazy things right like if if i was a person a leader or whatever and i saw i saw my people sad and i'm like oh shit i, I want to be able to like fix that for them how am i going to fix it well maybe if we had more resources mm -hmm. that means you know i have to go conquer something so my people would be happy and but then it creates yeah. sadness in other people you know yeah, it, yeah. very interesting uh just a interesting phrase and it made me yeah. think about those reasons why why people kind of go into it but and yeah because yeah. there's know. also the wars that are like you know when i not that i look up wars but you know there are some like known wars that okay if this happens and this happens this happens this happens there is absolutely like i can't find a way out of it like i don't know what you can do and that's a sad thing too of like I, I don't know it's it's crippling it's like I don't know what to do yeah no for sure um all right let's jump back into 34 questions go ahead and throw me another number all right well we said 22 we also said 31 so <laughs> oh okay I got you here we go uh what is your unpopular opinion like something you seem to always get kind of pushback for if, if you let it be known. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you read comics, but uh, one of my favorite Spider-Man, uh, um, whatchamacallit, story arcs is the Superior Spider-Man. And what happens here is Doc Ock um, somehow finds his way into Peter Parker's mind and he takes over Peter Parker. So inside it is Doc Ock and he becomes Spider-Man. So he becomes a superior Spider-Man and Peter Parker is gone. He killed Peter Piper, uh, Peter Piper, <laughs> Peter Piper and Peter Parker are different. Um, but he killed Peter Parker. Like in the so, mind, Doc Ock killed Peter Parker in the mind. Well, actually, what happened was he switched his mind and Peter Parker's mind, and Doc Ock was dying, so Peter Parker oh. died as Doc Ock, and he was able to retain himself, his consciousness, in Peter Parker. Now, why this is interesting? Because for a while, the Spider-Man series kind of like started to plateau. Of like, yeah, we all know Spidey, we all know what's up now. Now, this kind of 
jolted it a bit because we just always thought like Peter Parker, yeah, he's just so unlucky, you know, <laughs> all these things. But Doc Ock made Peter Parker great, <laughs> made him actually superior as Peter Parker. And it's that thing also of like, you don't know what you have until you have it. So Doc Ock, because he was stuck in this, so, you know, he's, um, He's a little bit on the chubbier side, so he got bullied for it. He's been bullied for his whole life. He's not in the best shape. He's not, you know, all he has in his mind is his brain. So now that he was in Peter Parker's, like, top physique, you know, body, he was able to do all these things, all this energy, and still have his mind. So he got to do things that, Peter Parker couldn't. He made Parker Industries like on his own. Like he got his PhD. Peter Parker never got his PhD, but um, Doc Ock as Peter Parker was able to get his PhD um, and created Parker Industries, became the CEO of that and all that, right? Um, And Spider-Man himself became... So you know how there was a time when Spider-Man was like, the police didn't like Spider-Man, you know, there was always that conflict. But Doc Ock made it that like people started liking him again and he was uh, communicating with the police and it was it was all good pretty much. So it's it's just very it's very interesting because there are certain ways that we take advantage of and we don't realize that we have this kind of privilege whether it be whether it be being spider-man or you know like i don't like it's just such a such a beautiful way of kickstarting a whole different spider-man but also the humanity in in that yeah i mean i don't want to like spoil too much but later on you know like in comic books they find their way back and peter parker's back in his body all is well um (laughs) yeah so that's an unpopular opinion um because yeah a lot of people are like what doc ock and peter parker's body like that's your favorite i'm like you know idea i cried on the subway um at the end of one of the issues it was oh it was so intense um because i felt for doc ock that is i'm I'm gonna probably end up watching a youtube video breaking it down for me but yeah uh, yeah superior spider-man superior spider-man yeah for sure for sure (laughs) what's it called are you excited for the uh the multiverse Spider-Man movie coming out is when they bring everybody back and kind of put yeah, it in. sure. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell the excitement in your voice. <laughs> I it's it's um I like to keep I like to keep my expectations low when it comes to movies because um I feel like that I that's why I don't like spoilers. I don't like reviews because I like to come in something just fresh because there are times when people are like this is the best movie ever watch it and i watch it and you know what honestly if they didn't tell me anything i probably would have been like yeah that was so good but because they did i was like what this is what everyone's talking about you know mm-hmm. so i don't want there to be pre-judgment in my brain so every time like a new movie you know comes up and i'm like yeah yeah cool cool maybe who knows i mean i'll obviously watch it yeah yeah <laughs> but am i excited yeah, i don't know hmm. <laughs> what's the what's the last movie that kind of um had too much hype for you everyone was like oh go watch it it's great it's fantastic and then you hereditary. said hereditary which one hereditary which one was that one again? I forgot. That's the horror movie that everyone was saying was like the best horror movie or whatever. And I love horror, so everyone was like, "You must have loved Hereditary." And I'm like, <laughs> uh, actually, I, I, again, I don't know if it's because people told me, but fun fact, um, because I love horror movies, 
I watch so many of them. I watch Japanese, Korean, Chinese, you know, like all the Asian horror movies and Western horror movies. So Hereditary was very similar to this one Korean horror movie that I watched like way back when. Uh, I don't remember what it was now, but that's what it reminded me of. So people, because the thing with Hereditary, there were a lot of just shock value in it. But I wasn't because I've already seen something like that. So I got you. yeah, yeah. It was like so it was just. It they, was they cop- just this is a copycat movie, you know. <laughs> but it's not. It's not. It's not. It is different. It is different. But the um the way it was told in in like what happened in Act One versus Act Two versus Act Three was kind of exactly the same that was happening with this Korean movie. But the premises were totally different. Well, not totally. But um, but we're different enough that yeah. I mean, how many horror movies can you come up with anyway? Speaking of, like you know, there's so many premises just in general. But like, it. Do you know it follows the horror movie? Yes, yes, I do. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the premise is is like it's basically a sexually transmitted ghost. Oh yeah. Now yeah, I do remember. Yeah. So I just found that amazing. It's so different. And how many horror movies have you seen where a family goes into a haunted house and then experiences horror? You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, we've seen this all before. Whereas that one, I was like, you know what? Kudos. Like, no one's done that before. <laughs> no, I feel you. Uh, you seen Dale and Tucker versus Evil? before I don't even remember it anymore I think I, it's one of those like my brothers were watching it at the side and I was like kind of like eating and just like watching but I did, wasn't really paying attention yeah yeah that was yeah. one of those movies like I th- you know um, I had a great appreciation for it just cause it, it was just so different at least I, I'm sure there's other movies that are like it but it's the first one I've seen where it kind of poked fun at all the horror like cliche or you know similar horror movies right um, Oh, that's yeah. funny because like that's what um, Shaun of the Dead was for me. Like when I first saw that, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> kudos!" I haven't seen Shaun of the Dead, so maybe I should oh, put that on my list. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I don't care if there's hype from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. Um, I was gonna say, I think. You know, you were talking about sort of how your personality is or how your mind works, where you don't have that inner voice in your head. I think that works really well for like the horror genre, because one reason why I can't do it or can't do it too much is I get I get the chills in the dark. Like, I don't know what it is, but my mind just kind of like takes over and I'm like, I could feel something, even though (laughs) I know nothing's there. My mind is just tripping me out. And if I see examples, because I I like horror movies because of the mystery. I like, oh, why why is this happening? What's the the reason? But everything else in between where they like, they do the jump scares and all that stuff. It gets me. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, it's just interesting. But (laughs) so what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Let me ask you that. I'm just curious so I can... Well, okay, this one is, um, this is scariest because this was when I was a child. So, fun fact, I, so there's one movie that I watched as a child, and I hated horror movies, like, I couldn't watch, not hate it, but I just, I couldn't watch them ever since. And then I graduated, um, college, and then I rediscovered horror movies, because you know when after you graduate and you just feel like what is life now and i just needed to feel something mm. yeah <laughs> so i i dove into horror and uh, and i found like a spark and i'm like whoa and i started loving horror ever since then but so the movie that i'm gonna say is the one that from a child that i watched and it was the ring Mm, or Ringo yes. actually because it was the Japanese version <laughs> which I heard was much scarier right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah because then I watched the American version you know when I was getting into horror movies and I'm like what this is what America got <laughs> <laughs> I got you I got you Ringo Ringo Ringo, Ringo. yeah yeah Ringo, Ringo. <laughs> Ringo is a, a Beatles documentary <laughs> that's different <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, 
just to let you know we we've made it to the end of the podcast we only have about five six minutes left uh, i want to thank you again for coming on i thought this was a fun great conversation i've had a lot of fun i hope you had fun too yeah um, i had so much fun this is so great i love answering questions sure. <laughs> and i i i definitely don't get me wrong like i had the urge also to be like how about you but i realized that this is a podcast so um later on when we do hang out outside of podcast or maybe i have my own podcast called 33 questions <laughs> <laughs> and you're the only guest every time just so every question that you've asked a guest i throw back at you ah. yeah. i'm open to that i'm open to that you know? uh yeah I, I know eventually people have asked me all the time to do something like that and yeah i can't wait till i get a chance to kind of be on the other side of this yeah. interview you know so yeah. yeah you happen to do it even if it's like a one-off just just for you to like you know be like boom i got it like a parody of 34 questions that'd be great <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> yes I'm all, all right yeah. no, 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 okay. 33 answers though Ooh. yeah okay okay oh wait wait then you have to answer 33 oh you know what maybe not that'll go on forever <laughs> No, nah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, yeah, uh, we'll figure it yeah, out. <laughs> I will, yo, if you want to do a parody, I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this next question um, is actually from my previous guest. I'm finding a way to connect my guests together. So there's always going to be a question from the next person. Um, That's cool. This one is from Mr. Jack Tyler. Thank you, Jack. And his question for you is, would your five... Would yourself from five years ago be proud of yourself now? Oh, five years ago? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. that's, I mean, okay. Um, one of the, you know how I said I'm like into meditation. One of the first meditations, um, it was a guided meditation that I did and it's on YouTube and people can look it up. Um, but, you know, it's one of those like, pretend you're in a forest or you're entering a forest and stuff like that and then in the forest there was like um like a triangle in the middle of the forest and you were in one point of the triangle and on one point you see your like i think eight-year-old self and then at the other point you see your 80-year-old self <laughs> and then mm. in the meditation also they say yes you're still alive <laughs> <laughs> i'm like sick sick <laughs> that's hilarious yeah um, but the whole meditation was just like, you know, so eight-year-old self is looking at me and she's like, whoa, who is this person to me, right? So I'm like, oh my God, yeah, like, whoa. So I'm looking at 80-year-old me and I'm like, whoa, like the possibilities are endless. Like she's probably amazing too, you know? So I'm looking at her like, what? So it's this like, boom, boom, boom. And then they were both smiling at me, you know? And then, and then I get to hug them in the end. And it's really cool. Cause it also puts you in perspective of like, you are five years from you now, a future you. <laughs> so it, it's very useful when, when you feel down, trapped, and you, you know, even at this time, like it'll pass. I mean, I know you'd never know what happens. Maybe you won't be alive at 80 years old. <laughs> but, but just like, I don't know, like trust, trust in yourself <laughs> that you won't um, allow yourself to get to, that you won't stay at a stuck position, I guess. That's, yeah. I think that's a really tough thing for a lot of people. Yeah. To trust themselves sometimes. I think yeah, that's what that's, worries people. Yeah. yeah, that's the biggest thing, right? But sometimes these people also like learn to trust on other people, but they can't trust themselves. And they have to ask themselves, like, why is that? What's something there? And maybe there is something and then work on that, you know? A lot of people also are scared to look within themselves because of the answers that they might find. But hey, if you want to move forward, you got to dig deep from the past. I'm going to have to add that question into the into this show. Do you trust yourself? That would be interesting. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. And this next question is, what would you like to ask 
the next guest coming onto the show. I mean, it could be Aww. just that, unless you have something different. No, no, no. Yeah, you can take that. Uh, <laughs> I. Hmm. If you could. If there was something. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Rewind. Um, would. Okay, okay. What's something that you wish you could tell your parents, parent or parents, yeah. that you never have? That's a good one. That is yeah. a good one. Because if they're, you know, if they've passed or if they're living, I think there's always going to be an answer. If you don't know them, that's also a question. There's questions there. I think that can be pretty universal so awesome that was that was great uh and then my very last question for you the one that kind of ties the whole podcast together is what would you like your descendants to know about you so you're thinking 500 years in the future they're watching this video uh listening to you what would you like them to know about you i like them to know that i i lived pretty well <laughs> i mean i don't know what future me oh i might have just jinxed it um but <laughs> but i remember coming to a point where one day i was like if if i died tomorrow for whatever reason i'd be pretty happy with what i've done with my life what's happened you know the only sad part is who i'd be living leaving behind but but as for living my life it's been pretty good and i'm only 30 and to get to that point i think is is very it's it's very freeing not a lot of people get to do it and you know i understand also a lot of people don't have the privilege to get to that point so i'm mm-hmm. very very lucky so i want my ancestors to know that like hey i i was happy um you you find a way to make yourself happy too <laughs> for sure for sure do you think 30 30- i'm sorry yeah, i said ancestors i meant descendants <laughs> no you got it you got it um you think 30 hits different because i don't know for for me it feels like it's hitting way different than my 20s was you know yeah well, my birthday is in October, so I'm not there yet. Um, oh, okay, okay. My bad, my bad. <laughs> no, no, no. But, um, I, uh, yeah, honestly, I don't know. Um, but I've always been surrounded by a lot of older people, so I always forgot my age. I always thought that I was already in my 30s. <laughs> um, so when people ask, how old are you? And I'm like, 30. And then they'd be like, no, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no I'm not. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> So I feel like I'm already there without actually being there. Um, but I'm also like, I feel like I'm just such a young, um, I'm a young experiencer. <laughs> I don't want to say a young soul because I think there's some, um, <laughs> there is some oldness in there, but I'm very young in terms of like, I, I'm very, I get very excited with the world and the very mundane things still (laughs) like they still excite me um so i'm very young in that sense so i think even when i'm 70 like things can still blow my mind and i'm like whoa i'm 70 damn like that (laughs) you gotta keep that you gotta keep that wonder and that that i mean i hope i do (laughs) no for sure you got to um in my mind I, I say this thing where like you can either grow grow bitter or grow better or something like that because so, yeah those are two paths that I feel like a lot of people take and mm-hmm. for whatever reason and it's funny you know what's funny is the the people I, th- I feel personally that that um, grow bitter are the people that just don't want to accept things either about themselves or the world or something it's just about acceptance and because they can't accept that there's they're they're lying to themselves they're lying to other people and it, it's, it's sad so I, I feel like um in order to be better there's an awareness that needs to come from you awareness self-realization yeah. all those good things all those good things Ooh. 
Oh, uh, we live in such an age. If our ancestors heard us now and be like, <laughs> what? I'm busy working at this factory. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, look how easy those guys, those people have it over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like here finding out themselves. I'm still finding out. I don't know. <laughs> you know it's interesting. I wonder if that's that's something they would they would have wanted for us you know like since they didn't have it they're like maybe they see us and they're just like wow that's that's so amazing that they they can do that or society's gone to that point where it's more important to realize who you are i don't know i i, I like to think they do but hopefully mm -hmm. one day hey but maybe they didn't even because like they don't know about it and the only reason why we know about it is because of the internet and there's all this like information everywhere and so everyone gets to know like you know those like um what's your regret they they interview um on their deathbeds like um oldies yeah. in their deathbeds and are like what's your biggest regret and we have the knowledge of that of knowing what their regrets are and we can change that for ourselves but back in the day they didn't have surveys like that <laughs> i guess no very true very yeah. true i think one of the driving forces of all this oh i yeah. want to thank you again for your time uh don't want to hold you up too much and uh yeah do you have any final things to to mention or add before we head out no, that's it. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. <laughs> for sure. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you out there, folks, for li listening and viewing the videos. Uh, appreciate your time as well. Um, yeah, still trying to figure out my best way to close this out. Uh, well, I'm your host, 34. I'll catch you next time. Uh, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. I don't, I don't like doing that. Um, but yeah, just love. <laughs>